Hey everyone, you're listening to Semi-Intelligent Sci-Fi MP's official podcast. My name is Anna and I'll be your host for today. With me is... Uh, Michael. Ben. Lachlan. Nigel. Welcome guys. This podcast is a special one because it's in celebration of May the 4th. So it means that we'll be talking all things Star Wars. Yay! <laughs> so for um the uninitiated, because surprisingly there are a few people I know of who haven't seen Star Wars yet. What is the main plot of Star Wars? I guess wars in space. <laughs> in the basic sense, I guess. The original trilogy was very much a fantasy epic in space. You guys want to add your two cents in? Well, it's a space opera in space. You got George Lucas's handoff to various um, various directors throughout, and we've got a lot of billing story points. But obviously, it follows along one particular family's um, lineage along the way. Yeah, like the like light two sides, like the war against the two sides, like light and dark, evil and bad. Yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably yeah. about it. Yeah. Um, so, as many people know, the most well-known characters of the Star Wars franchise are Luke, Han, and Leia. However, there has been an influx of new characters such as Finn, Rey, and Poe due to the new trilogy. So, um, I guess my question is, um, who are your favourite Star Wars characters? Well, I guess I'll start with this. I'd say Finn would be my favourite, but Poe would be my close second. Mostly because the interaction between the two, it's kind of like a chance interaction and they just get on together quite well. Yeah, um, um, is, yeah, the chemistry just kind of just oh, yeah, on the screen. I'm actually really loving what Ray's storyline is, where it's heading. So hopefully we'll get to see where her lineage lies, um, whether that's a Kenobi or um, I don't think it's Skywalker. I, I think that was too obvious. So I would say um, Han and Ch- um, Chewbacca because of their like partnership. Um, it's a very sweet relationship that yeah. you see. Um, it's it's always constant throughout um, the original trilogy. Yeah, like Han always understands Chewie Chewy and Chewie understands Han, so... See, I my my favourite Star Wars characters aren't from the movies. They're from the video games, mostly. Hmm. Like, so characters like uh, Revan or The Exile or you know, before The Old Republic ruined both of them. So for um, those like, of us who haven't actually played I, the games, okay, like, who so, would those so characters be? There were two games, um, one developed by Bioware, the other by Obsidian, called Knights of the Old Republic. And Revan was the main character of the first one, and The Exile the main character of the second. And... They were set, like, what is it, 20,000 years before everything else in the movies. And it's just, like, these mythical characters that, yeah, it's kind of arc. Like, they've got fairly standard stories, but particularly Obsidian did some great things with the Exile and theorising about his connection, like, about the Force and, like, the way it's just kind of revealed that he doesn't have a connection to the Force as much as he's got a connection to other Force users and he just leeches their ability. So I'd have to agree. I guess mostly with the first Knights of the Old Republic, the Revan was a very good character, um, and the storyline of that game was movie worthy, in my mm. opinion. So Carl Katarn is another great one from the games that sadly is now seriously non-canon because like his games were after Return of the Jedi, and yeah. I'd have to also interject the Force Unleashed with Starkiller, um, Galen Merrick, um, the first one, not the second. But I think the first one would definitely have a lot of promise. And 
if you read the the novels as well, um, they're they're actually quite good. I guess my favorite character is um I'm agreeing with Lachlan Ray. I love Ray. Um, I love like the possibilities that her character brings to um the story and how it kind of has revived the trilogy in some ways. So um yeah, that's my answer for the question. And um my follow up question is: Is there any character you dislike? I guess um. Jar Jar Binks would probably be <laughs> the most popular answer. But um, besides him, any other characters who you dislike? I guess that's a difficult question. I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone sort of has their place. Yeah. I think the better question, who doesn't really fit very well? Mm. Yes. And I guess you might need yeah. to look outside of just the standard movies. I would actually say Starkiller doesn't fit very well. I know, I, I know I'm know. i quoting um, a game reviewer by... Right? game reviewer here but that kind of idea that like luke skywalker was supposed to be one of the like the strongest jedis and anakin was supposed to be one of the strongest jedis to ever live and like the most they seem to do is about a tenth of what this video game character pulls off and it's just like how it just doesn't fit at all to my estimation so. Well, although it's not canon, it can be can it can come back as one that's not. So. Yeah, I, I know. It just I'd say maybe a good that game worked as is. a that game worked as a power trip, but didn't work as a Star Wars game. I'd say the story was quite good, but I could agree with Ben in terms of the power he had fits very well in the gameplay. Perspective, yeah, yeah, of but, course. Um, it's, it's but for the, the I'd say the story fits quite well. The yeah. character fits well. I guess just if it was a bit less. Powerful yeah, well, it, it'd just be good if they could examine that because it would be like seeing the dark side's perspective for like about half the movie and then that transition into the light which is mm. obviously reflective of Revan so oh, yes yeah okay but, but Revan didn't go up go around blowing up rooms with a sneeze so yeah. <laughs> um I don't particularly um recall my first contacts with Star Wars as I must have been very young but um can you guys share when you experienced Star Wars for the very first time I don't remember, honestly. That's too hard. The first ones I remember are 96, 97 when the special editions came out. Like, I was about five and six, and I went and saw them at the at the cinema. So. What about you guys? Yeah, I think it was like three at the time that came out. So I, I think I still attended them, but I, I didn't really know what was happening mm-hmm. until, up until um, when I first saw Phantom Menace. Take that what it is. But um, then I watched back the original trilogy and yeah, my love has stayed ever since. Yeah. I saw like, I don't know how long it was. Yeah, like I saw Phantom Menace the first time. Like the ending just got me like hooked, like to like watch the rest, just wait for the rest to come out and it's got a, a, like an addiction <laughs> since then. I guess um, we're the generation of the prequels, we kind of grew up with the prequels. We kind yeah. of missed out on having the chance to experience the original trilogy for um, the first time. So The first Star Wars movies I did see and I understood them at the time were were the originals like yes it was the special edition but it wasn't before lucas started making stupid changes i mean the worst decision for the special edition was um greedo shooting Han. so <laughs> but the rest of them seemed quite fine so but no i was young enough that i did like the prequels when they came out i think we were we kind of 
I think we all kind of like the prequels just for what it is. And then we kind of, when we kind of grew up, we kind of understood why it's gotten such a huge backlash from the rest of the fans. So I guess you could say the prequels has like a special place. Yeah. I think, I think it's gradually gotten like some positivism yeah. like recently. Um, um, especially mm. with the Star Wars celebration yeah, in we, or, yeah. Orlando. Um, yeah. Hayden Christensen, um, the portrayal of yeah. Anakin Skywalker, he, he got... Um, Arousing, yeah, standing ovation, yeah. So. The audience, wow. I suppose, good things. Because yeah, he's one of the things that everyone points to as going. Maybe the actor's not horrible, but the directing definitely was. Yeah. Um. Going on with the celebration, Star Wars became a huge cultural phenomenon over the decades. Why do you think this is? And is the success of the new films purely due to nostalgia or something more? Well, as for the original movies, it really is that kind of simple, like, Joseph Campbell, Hero with a Thousand Faces style story, where it's like, boy, he finds out he's got special powers, he's mentored by an older, uh, a wizard character, and he ends up saving the day. It's just one of those simple stories that have reverberated down through history. Star Wars is kind of the, the mythology for the new age, I've heard people. I've heard said so that's why the original movies kind of stuck with us I think I I think Star Wars there's always going to be a sense of nostalgia no matter what that's Mm. always going to be the way but because it's such a general generation style thing that every like 15 years we've got one coming out that it's it's grabbed people as old as like 70 up now to Mm. people that are very little so we've got such a wide range of audience now that whether they grew up with the original the prequels or now the, the new trilogy so yeah yeah i'd have to agree there's always some sense of nostalgia i'd have to say that the seventh movie i think Relative fed a lot much. on the nostalgia side but i'd yeah. have to say mm. rogue one is something on its own i'd say that was a brilliant yeah, movie it was <laughs> yeah, i still haven't seen it <sighs> like <sighs> that's really bad coming from someone who is a fan of the f- the series but i've been down on the whole revival thing the whole time like the first trailer for like when the trailers for force awakens came back came out i was like yeah i'm not getting the point here like probably can you further explain on your probably because i was for about 10 years i was really immersed in the expanded universe and the books and the games and i i spent more time reading wikipedia reading wikipedia than i spent at high school um, well, then I spent working during high school. So like, that kind of whole thing where it's just all been thrown out. Is it too much? Well, I, something like that? I don't know. I, I didn't see Force Awakens in theatres and I came out of it, it was bittersweet. Like, it was a decent movie. I liked it, but it wasn't what happened to those characters afterwards to me. And I think that's kind of the danger of having that like 30 years of books and... Like other stuff happened. See, that's interesting from your perspective because you have read the books, whereas um I haven't. So um mm. when I watched The Force Awakens, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, which is I, and I haven't seen Rogue One just because I don't like the year like the yearly release idea. Like for me, Star Wars is special. Like and I'm afraid that Disney's going to turn it into the new Call of Duty or the Call of Duty of movies, <laughs> or it's just yeah, there's a new one every year and they're shit now. I should note, so 2013, all of the canon books beforehand were thrown out. So everything post-2013 when Lucasfilm was bought out by Disney. So only books from then on are now canon. So everything just got thrown out. out. So 
now it's it is hard to get used to it um but they are gradually picking and choosing things that were in the old one but it's just because there was so many stories that it was too hard to keep up with everything and that there was inconsistencies that it just wasn't flowing as much and once it got to well, the that, that tail was, end of 30 years that was part of the fun of it though because even the original star wars is like a long time ago in a galaxy far far away where we're watching like legends like and if you've done any any study of legends or mythologies or anything like that they're inconsistent as hell they get rewritten and reworked and different things happen and i think star wars is the same like well at least for me star wars was the same like different different writers that have different opinions and different ways of doing things it makes me think that you'll like Rogue One because it's so standalone that it like it, as much as it would, connects it to just if you, kinda... if you, okay if you really loved A New Hope I cannot see how like people can the interlocking I know with there's issues with the, the CGI and stuff about like those sort of ethical issues mm. but um, in terms of its story and how it links it topped Return of the Jedi for me so yeah, it, it just for personal perspective I, I i highly encourage you to see it no it's just i don't yeah i, I no, don't like, like the idea of a one movie a year thing like i'm that's why i'm down on the han solo movie i, I don't want to see the han solo movie i don't no, want to second that but you know i i i don't want to know what happens to these characters on film i want to know what happens to them i, I want to have what happened to them still be what happened to them i want mara jade i want i i want the original grand admiral thrawn i want i i want boba fett to survive the sarlacc and go on a complete spree because he was written by someone who mythologized the mandalorians to the point where they were ridiculous yeah like it was silly but i loved it so um we're gonna keep talking about um the new films for this segment of the podcast so my next question is what do you hope will happen in the new films i'm guessing you're specifically talking about the rest of like episode eight and nine yes yeah, yeah. the revival trilogy yeah, yeah. ray turns dark <laughs> <laughs> i think that would be actually interesting interplay between dark and light uh, yeah. i might add to yeah. that maybe um Maybe Kylo Ren will come light. Yeah, and that would be an interesting <laughs> dynamic. The, the Ray turns dark thing was already kind of done in Return of the Jedi. Like, Luke shows up all in black and force-choking pigs, or Gamorreans, like, when he walks in into Jabba's palace. And but it's not like, necessarily it's, dark. It's, that's just it's using not the until it's not until he actually makes the conscious choice to turn away that you know a bit of his shirts a bit a bit of the jackets ripped in the it's white underneath like it's that kind of that's already been done not to the extent to my to my mind i think it's already been done of course it's been done in the games and other stories Mm. but in terms of cinemas and a bit more yeah Yeah. i I, I would like to see how like Anakin's felt very rushed, and i felt in revenge of the sith was just it was overly like just condensed and it's like as simple as just like I can say Padme, that's it. <laughs> I'm yeah. turning dark. Whereas I feel like in this could possibly like if it can be gradual over the course of the, the three. And I know in the can- the canon novelization of the Force Awakens, you hear Snoke talks to Rey and says to kill Kylo Ren. And so maybe that might be explored later down the line. I don't know. I guess the corruption of the dark side could be a very visual aspect. It would be an interesting dynamic. 
I guess I had uh, any other. I, it, I don't know. I, I I've read a bunch of the theories about like it's time for the light side and the dark. It's time for the Jedi to end from the trailer and things like that. And it's just I don't know. I, at the moment, all I'm hoping for is a good movie, like um, something that yeah. keeps me entertained for the two hour runtime. So. So um, piggybacking on the the trailer that you the new trailer that you mentioned, what do you guys think when you first saw the trailer? Was it exciting? Was it? I don't know. It was exciting. I can't wait to <laughs> to see the movie and sort of unravel what the trailer exactly meant in some areas. You can theorize all you want, but mm. maybe theorizing is part of the fun. Oh yeah. 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 What about you guys? It was the right thing. Like it was a perfect teaser. Like it wasn't giving away anything. Yeah. And I want mystery going in. Like it was funny because I, I've I've said to most of my friends. I really wanted to keep my head in the sand for this entire thing and actually block out any trailers. Yeah, because there's been like a recent controversy regarding trailers. How um, like some recent trailers have of like Spider Man or like have yeah. revealed way too many yeah. um spoilers yeah. or yeah, it's the plot. been going for years. So like a few movie reviewers I follow, like the some of the movies they've done is like yeah, if you've seen the trailer, you've seen the movie, and that's been going for a decade or so now. Yeah. Uh, I, I definitely feel like a lot of the portions that we saw is classic Ryan Johnson. There's very, like, a lot of misdirect and there's a lot of... Um, there's a lot of nice scenic shots yeah, and, to appreciate. Uh, I, I think, honestly, most of it is from the first part, like, from the first act. And I don't think that most of like, we see um, most of it is the train arc too and it's like the um, uh, Finn still in the back to suit. And um, uh, I think... Yeah, everything's just going to be in that first act, even including that line from Luke at the end, that time for the Jedi to end. I think that's at the beginning when he, Ray's like, come train me, and he's like, no. Um, what you? What did you think of the trailer? Oh, like, yeah, it's like, I'm interested to, like, see what, like, happens to Ray as, like, as a character. With, like, the seventh movie, it's, like, a bit of a cliffhanger for me. Nothing really happens at the end, so, like, I'm keen to see like what happens in this eight movie. So I'm, it, it's Star Wars. I'll go see it, but I, it's I don't know. It's just not exciting me. Can I just ask a question? Ha, has anyone seen Looper? I have. Yes. Did, what, what was your opinion on Looper? I was not a huge fan of it. Was it um, the Was it the ta- time issue? Well, or? I actually understood it, but I felt that. This was mostly just uh, the character could have solved the problem a bit better by not being so annoying about it. But that being said, I can't remember everything about it. I just remember how I felt about it. Yeah, because Ryan Johnson got um, heavily a critic appraisal for that. I think it's got 91% of Ron Tomatoes. He also, um, he also directed a few on Great Breaking Bad episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. I know he's done, a, he's done a lot of independent films, and which is um, actually surprising because I think... Oscar Isaac said um, in a recent interview about that it felt like an independent film. So maybe that might be um, something interesting that this film will be very like unorthodox for the franchise. Well, that's the thing. I, I am keeping an open mind, but it's still just, I don't know, maybe I am still just mourning the years I wasted on the expanded universe. So no, I definitely feel you there. Yeah. <laughs> I, if it changes my mind, it changes my mind, and I'll be perfectly happy with it. I'm happy to have that happen. It's just yeah, I, I as can't legends. yeah, oh, I can't find excitement mm. at the moment. So, 
we're going to kind of take a detour and talk about some like popular fan theories over the decades of Star Wars. So what are your own favorite fan theories that either has come to fruition or has never actually occurred? <laughs> But you still hope that will happen. Jar Jar Binks is a secret Sith Lord. (laughs) (laughs) That's not so much a theory as a massive meme at this point. (laughs) Well, just mention your favorite memes. Uh, I I still hold on to the hope that um, Snoke was Plagueis, Darth Plagueis, um, from the correlation between Revenge of the Sith and it's going to bring it over and connect all three trilogies together. I don't, I'm moving away from that now, um, but it, it's just that there were so many hints towards it in episode 7 that it just felt like, uh, it just felt, now it just feels like it's senseless. Why is the music sound the same as the opera scene in Revenge of the Sith? Why is Snoke said as wise and there's just too many nods to that, but I know he's on a moon, like mm. in the, the um, but that's not canon anymore, so I don't know, but I, I still... Pray that it might happen, but I don't think so. Yeah, I, I, I've got some of my own theories about who Snoke might be as well. Like, do you explain? Drawing, drawing from <laughs> expanded universe stuff, like, I, I, I like the idea of the prophets of the dark side and like the, these Sith sorcerers that do that, that like, foresee the future, and I, I, I like the idea that Snoke might have come from them or, like, or been one of them at some point. And, like, like that kind of not like a proper Sith Lord, but like that kind of wild dark side user, which would explain why Kylo Ren's got his anger issues and why he's a whiny emo princess. But that's another discussion entirely. Um, emo Kylo Ren. Yeah. Just check out the YouTube channel. Oh, emo Kylo Ren, the brand new Disney princess. Yes. Um, yeah. Um, but no, Star Wars has never been about fan theories for me. Like, if you want fan theories from me, talk about Game of Thrones. Oof, that but, was shot that for another yeah, time of day. Yeah. Um, I guess uh, I find myself increasingly interested in um, the Grey Force user. Yeah, uh, Grey, mutual Grey Jedi, um, yeah. Th- this is an issue now because Paolo Hidalgo, who is the story creator for um, Lucasfilm and does most of the um, creative stuff behind all these and knows all the canon, he fundamentally disagrees with the Grey. And uh, I think we're going to get explored, but mm. I don't think it'll be known as the Grey. But we saw that in the canon, um, back to the Force Awakens, that it's the canon novelization starts with the um, Guardians of the Wills, um, sorry, the Journal of the Wills um, excerpt, which says about the resolving the Grey. So maybe. But the Grey does exist in canon in Star Wars Rebels. Yeah. In season. Yeah. In the recent season, with there Ahsoka, is. We've got Ahsoka and Bendu, which, yeah. which is something. So I don't know. So but maybe yeah. it would come. To fruition around there, but yeah, whether or not it's explicitly said as a grey Jedi, I don't know. That's uh, no, I'm, I guess I just like when, the idea of a balance. Yeah, the balance. Yeah. When, when you're talking about grey Jedi, though, are we talking more like Jolly Bindo's theories, or are we like because that that really is what defines a grey Jedi for me? Like, there's there's just the Force. Yeah, like light and dark is the manifestation of people's between, personalities, yeah. and one cannot exist without like, the other. Kind yeah, of being, yeah, and, and that whole idea was like the guy was just a Padawan. Like, he'd never actually been graduated from Padawan, and he'd been a smuggler, and he got married and trained a Sith Lord, like trained someone who ended up being a Sith Lord, and he was a great character. I loved Jolly. 
I should have said jolly instead of Raven, <laughs> but um, no, we've still got time. You but can no, like, that explain kind of your law you know, that that kind of theory rather than a lot of the stuff I see around the internet, which is just oh yeah, I'm I'm so different. I'm not light or dark. Like I don't like those peace loving pacifists or those those warmongering people. I just do my own thing. Like I don't I don't like that. I like the idea more of like a um, maybe a neutral good rather than a lawful neutral, which I see the Jedi as a lot of the time. Mm. You should know, maybe chaotic good rather than neutral good, um, if I can use D&D alignments. Thoughts? Um, yeah. I guess it's it, difficult to exactly place as, again, this yeah. is just theorising. Yeah. Um, and, and as well, because this whole new thing with canon, we just don't know where they're going to go with it, whether or not mm. they pull little bits from the EU, I, I hope, but... Um, yeah. Yeah. We've only got Ahsoka to go off right now because Bendu is just like. Sorry, who, for, is, who is Ahsoka? Ahsoka is um, Anakin Skywalker's um, apprentice from the Clone Wars animated okay, series. Okay, so stuff I've never seen then. Yeah. Okay. Um, that um, animated series, which. And then she comes across into the new show, which is on now, um, which is Star Wars Rebels, which she appeared in season two. And That's the other problem I have with some of this. Um, I haven't, I haven't seen the um, the TV well, series. Well, my my other thing is like going into like the original trilogy. Luke, Ben, and Yoda are the only three Jedi left. Mm. Like, and I just don't see how they're going to pull in like yeah, these guys died off and these guys died off from the shows well, without. Ahsoka left the Jedi. Yeah, pretty much. That's why she's, she's not a Jedi. Natural. Yeah. She even but, says that she's not a Jedi. But no, just that kind of. What is it? Like, even even Tarkin's like only you are the like to Darth Vader. You're the only person left that knows of the Force in A New Hope. Keep in mind, as far as they're concerned, yeah, they feel better. Right. Yeah, I mean, these people came out of hiding. They're not. If yeah, they were known, but, then they would have been hunted yeah. down. I do kind of get what you mean. One if you make too many stories and pull too favorite, many people out, one of my favorite extra canon yeah. things is a is a comic where Yoda and Mace Windu are just sitting in a cafe discussing Anakin and discussing what bringing balance to the Force means. And Windu's like, well, you've got the dark side. And he's using his coffee. And he's like, you've got the dark side. And then the light side's the milk. And you pour the milk in and it dilutes the dark side and makes it nice and drinkable and it, it's lighter. Yoda, Yoda, pours, <laughs> yeah. Yoda pours the sugar onto the table, picks out two grains of sugar... And says these two are the Sith, and these thousands are the Jedi. Blows the thousands away until there are two left. Now they're in balance. Mm-hmm. It's that kind of. I, I like the idea that yes, like Anakin and Sidious, they just decimated the Jedi until there were two left. And Luke's the wild card that changes the equation. Mm-hmm. Like I, I love that idea. So that's why I don't like Jedi in the um in between EU. But. So, just an all-rounder. So, which movie would you attribute to being your most favorite movie of all the franchise? I'd say I really loved the third movie in the prequel trilogy, mostly because I had seen the original trilogy quite a bit, and the prequel kind of, especially in the third one, especially at the end, it's very tragic. You just, yeah, it's tragic, but you see the connections. You can finally sort of link the two together and sort of. Mm redeem the two and i really just liked that part i liked it for the sake of an action movie as well but um but yeah it's mostly how it linked together 
I like the no part of Todd right. Vader. It was ridiculous, but it's just <laughs> cheesy as hell. Have you ever found the website, the no button? No, no. You, you press this little red button and the website plays Darth Vader's oh, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> and it's, it's fantastic. You need to give me um, like, the link I to it to later. I need to find the link yeah. and I'll send it to you. What about you guys? Um, I would say the second they tackle the clones because, like, I like it was fun, like, cool to see, like, where the clones were from, like, Camino and all that birthplace from like the clones just yeah and like meeting Jango Fett and all that the original New yeah. Hope it's always been my favorite and the, I as I said before um that's why I love Rogue One so much because it connected right up mm-hmm. to it it's just stuck with me this entire time and I you know there's just so much things and it connects it's just because it connects with everything connects the new the sequel trilogy the prequel trilogy just it's the starting point of everything and not only that, but it also was like so many sci-fi directors and stuff say that Star Wars is like that's what got them into mm-hmm. it. So without them, like it might not be where we are now with sci-fi. So that's interesting, um, because most people would say Empire Strikes Back is the um best one out of the original trilogy. Can you comment on that? Look, I I, I love Empire, but it's just because. I just love that original story, just that Ooh. the crux and the building of this universe. Like, look, the third act of Empire is one of the best, no doubt. But just the the film in its entirety is always a new hope for me. So after that, I'm going to say Empire is my favourite. <laughs> like, I was planning to the entire time, but no, just that kind of point where it feels like the stakes become real. Luke needs to fight these people and he needs to be trained properly and he runs off too early and and fails because of it. And I think that's really what you need at the second point of everything. Like you need things to get darker for the third part to be yeah. a victory. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where I think the prequel trilogy failed a little bit too. Like I know they weren't no, aiming I guess they for didn't a victory, really have that but... Super... Yeah, I know yeah, they but, weren't yeah, aiming for a victory, end, but it's that lose. kind of... So, yeah. yeah you, you needed to show that the stakes were higher than they actually were in the prequels. It's interesting because critics originally said that the prequel trilogy was too unlike the, the original trilogy, and then that was also the critic of the <laughs> sequel trilogy that wasn't... It was too close to the um, original trilogy. So they've got to no, find this perfect balance now. It's just... Uh, well, you uh, can't please everyone. The, the yeah. perfect yeah. balance is there were three movies made and they were perfect. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't imitate them, don't change them, yeah. leave them. I guess going back to what maybe predictions in the eighth movie... Yeah. Um, I guess I, this one might. I, I think I've heard this I one's really supposed to have a bit more of a darker should, tone. Yeah, yeah, I think it. I think it's going to have to follow. Like, if they want that three act structure, whereas like, yeah, where, where it is really like, I know everyone says it's the same thing, but it is really the same. Like Joseph Campbell, yeah. Hero of a Thousand Faces structure, and yeah, you need the second movie to be. You do need the second movie to be a point where yes, things go wrong. Like the stakes are set properly. Or the personal stakes are set properly. Like, not, hey, we blew up the galaxy. Ha ha. Well, to lead on that point, Ryan Johnson pretty much said that that Dias um, situation will start right at the beginning, as soon as it starts. And what's even more surprising is that apparently the opening crawl is three paragraphs long, considering it starts right where we ended with episode seven. 
how they're going to fill those up, like three whole paragraphs up when we've just seen everything. Uh, I'm very interested to see how that goes. Okay, that's interesting. And there have been like some comments around on the web that um, the eighth movie will kind of resemble Empire Strikes Back. It might be like the best one out of the three movies, which is kind of premature since we haven't even seen the eighth movie yeah. and the ninth movie. But what are your thoughts on that? Do you think the eighth it, movie it, will be good? It could or? be great. It could be horrible. Would it stand up Time to the legacy of Empire Strikes Back? Well, if people yeah. stop comparing it to Empire, I think people would enjoy it more because then they wouldn't spend the entire movie going, oh, this is where it connects. This, like, you know, this follows mm. this. Yeah, definitely like, over there. Like, look, obviously we had that in A New Hope and I hope they don't follow along the same suit of like just doing the same storyline, changing things up and like doing a little nod to it like, oh, it's just another Death Star. But um, with episode eight, I feel like, and especially with Ryan Johnson, I think, what was it, two days on Twitter, he said, he replied back to a comment, it's like, Ryan Johnson's just going to recreate Empire. And he said, oh yeah, I spent the last three years just rewriting Empire. (laughs) (laughs) What is it though? there's a picture that came out just after Force Awakens where it's like Ray's asking Anakin and Luke what happened in their second movie. Chopped off. And it's like, yeah, I fought Count Dooku and he chopped my arm off. <laughs> yeah, I fought Darth Vader and he cut my hand off. I was like, oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Have we speculated much on the red the red letters? Because Star oh, Star Wars yeah. The Last Jedi has the red writing, right? And That's the right. only two other films to have that are usually the third films in the franchise. So, Revenge of the Sith and when it was Revenge of the Jedi, not Return of the Jedi, yeah. was also red. So, it's interesting that why this is red in the second film. I like it. I like well, the red. <laughs> well, I'd say uh, Revenge I, of the Sith was definitely a darker movie and intended mm. to be Return of the Jedi. And I guess at the time, Revenge of the De- Jedi, maybe that was meant to be a bit darker. I mean, it was Revenge of the Jedi. Jedi is not meant to be revengeful. Yeah. revengeful. But then again, it was changed. So maybe there was an original idea about it. Well, that, that's, well that, that was the thing. I think maybe. in the original script, George Lucas originally intended after Darth Vader died, Luke would pick up Darth Vader's helmet, put it on, and set on the new Darth Vader. That was the original script. So, so I that would have been freaking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> So I guess I would have loved to there. see an episode seven where that was the end of episode <laughs> six. Like, his burnt helmet like, is like. <laughs> but then I suppose if we carry that along, red text means darkness. Yeah, and that would sort of fit with what we were talking about a bit beforehand, where this eighth movie would have to be darker mm. than the others. You never know. Maybe this eighth movie will wrap up the whole trilogy, and the next movie will just be yeah, they lived happily ever after. <laughs> yeah. Hooray! That's what you're thinking about. Just speculating on that though, what you just phrased was a good point because Revenge of the Jedi was maybe the title they had going into that that transformation of Luke becoming that Darth Vader character. Mm. So maybe that's what we're getting is the turn in this film. Maybe there might be a turn of some some form that will be dark. That'd be an interesting idea, like the the apprentice swap. Yeah. Like and I feel like there's Kylo. Of... Kylo becomes good again and apprentices himself to Luke again, and Ray takes Kylo's place. Yeah, I still can't forgive Kylo. I'm sorry. I, I'm <laughs> yeah. like stuff you. You killed Han Solo. That's it. Sorry, spoilers, but you know, if you're listening to this, you should know. Han Solo was the idiot that went and approached him. So, oh, yeah. to be fair, though, I think he had to. I think it was yeah. in Harrison Ford's. Like, Harrison yeah. Ford's contract in yeah. in Return of the Jedi said. I die at the end. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so it's not really common. Like, I'm yeah. not coming yeah. back for yeah. another one of these damn movies. I'm a big star yeah. and I don't need them, unlike everyone else in the series yeah. now. Yeah. 
Um, so aside from being a part of this podcast today, how do you guys usually celebrate May the 4th? Or do you even celebrate it? <laughs> I put up a Facebook status. Last year I went to the Sci-Fi MQ event that I probably won't be going this year because it's a bad time. But Yeah, I suppose there's not too much of a celebration I've traditionally had, but I guess... Um, yeah, I went to the sci-fi MQ thing. Oh, did I? I think last year I didn't go. But I will go this year, um, which is actually on May the 5th. So well, it's better. Revenge of the 5th. Yeah. 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 So, but uh, the Friday, I think, fits a bit better in this schedule. So a bit of a shout-out here. Come along. <laughs> Good Tom- luck. And I May the 4th be with you. <laughs> this is being released on May the 4th, so come along tomorrow. <laughs> our sci-fi meetup, Revenge of the 5th. And yeah, what do you guys, if anything, I guess? Um, I just probably do a marathon of like all the yeah movies. Same it's here. getting a little bit hard now, though. <laughs> yeah, like, so it, many what movies. Is it, another couple movies. It'll be longer than Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah. Um, mm. If you watch the extended Blu-ray version, <laughs> <laughs> like a maniac. And in proper order. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 machete order. Mm. Um. There's a, a guy that goes by Machete online that said the perfect way to watch Star Wars is four, five, two, three, six. And ignoring one, I guess. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> ignoring one because the idea is episode five ends on that I am your father. Like oh, in no. Darth Vader being Anakin Skywalker. And episode and, and then you have the flashback episode two and three that shows how that happened. And there's nothing really in episode one that you that, that's necessary to understand two and three. I guess that's an optional extra. Four <laughs> two. It's an optional extra to go if you've got it. a five year old that thinks Jar Jar Binks is brilliant. <laughs> that's my May the fourth. I, I watched the audio commentary for the Phantom Menace and followed by all the um, all the what is it two hours three hours of audio, like all the um, special features and oh yeah. Um, yeah yeah. yeah. Um, Maybe play the John Williams soundtrack on repeat for the whole day. <laughs> um, no, I watched the probably original trilogy, but now seeing that Rogue One has come out, I probably will watch Rogue One first and then four, five, six. I guess something interesting. We could always make a pilgrimage down to Darling Harbour where they filmed most of the prequel yeah. trilogy. Ooh, yeah. So. Okay. Um. And for a question of the week for both the listeners and our guests, who would you rather be in the Star Wars universe? A Jedi, a stormtrooper, a smuggler, or a fighter pilot? Can I have an option? Yeah. Sith. <laughs> yeah, totally. But a smart Sith, not one of these <laughs> low, not not one of these dumb low evils. Yeah. Like I, I guess a Sidious type of Sith. Oh no, I was going to say a Revan. As, as Darth Revan, he was making strategic ideas. Like he wasn't killing. Like he was using assassins and killing people. Yeah. Like the idea being, kill one person to reinforce a galaxy against an outside threat. Yeah. Like, and it was only as a, a Sith Lord that that threat was going to be able to be fixed. Like, it was kind of his whole shtick. And then Malik overthrew him and the Sith became lol evil again. I, I like that idea of working in the shadows, calculating. Um, yeah. I guess what Sidious was or, in the prequel trilogy. Sidious seemed a little bit too lol evil for me as well. I, I guess that's only because of the original trilogy but if you mm. were to take the more prequel yeah him, i am the senate <laughs> yes and then that inhuman shriek he does a medical 360 so well, i'm tempted to say jedi but as i happen to know the future and know that we all get whacked out so 
<laughs> Mostly. So um, that being said, fighter pilots don't tend to last very long in these wars. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Stormtroopers don't either. <laughs> um, I didn't give you many good longest. options. <laughs> That's my favourite sci-fi joke. If a stormtrooper and a red shirt are in a room at the same time, <laughs> who dies? Both of them. <laughs> the stormtrooper misses, the, storm misses, misses the, the red shirt still dies. Uh, I guess I'd say smuggler. Yeah, I think that would yeah. probably live the longest. Yeah. It's like the space version of a pirate, and I've always wanted to be a pirate. Mm. You just gotta make sure you don't cross the timeline. Mm-hmm, yes. Um, so just to end up, um, you can hit us up on our Facebook, SoundCloud, and YouTube to either share your feedback or share your answers to our POTW. Remember, you'll receive points for which you can redeem for movie tickets or 3D printed objects if you participate in the comment section of our social media channels. Thank you guys for participating in this podcast, and uh, thanks for listening. And may the fourth be with you. And also yeah. with you. <laughs>